Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder of the Join Jessica XO social platforms, weight loss influencer, recovered binge eater, motivational speaker, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. I am obsessed with helping women create that unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a pep talk that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, then you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's get started. Good morning, guys, and welcome back to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am so happy that you're here for episode two, and today I'm going to be talking to you about the first time that I lost 100 pounds. As I mentioned in the initial podcast, I have lost over 100 pounds twice in my life. I'm 33 years old, so while some may think, oh my goodness, that's such an incredible accomplishment, which yes, it absolutely is, I do sometimes wish that I could go back in time and have to only have done that amazing accomplishment once for myself because the struggle was real. And I will talk more about the depths of my disappointment and discouragement and just really, really low feelings that surrounded my life during the time of regain and during the period of time where I had just completely let go of all desire to live a healthy lifestyle. And it's truly because in the beginning, I hadn't really accepted that this was a lifestyle change. So let me take you back a little bit and just kind of give you some background on how I grew up and what my weight looked like as a child. I grew up as a young chubby girl with rolls and I had lots of rolls in my legs and I remember it being something that my family members always commented on how cute and chubby I was and as a little kid that's okay but as you get into middle school and high school being called chubby isn't exactly a compliment anymore and I was never bullied as a kid, but I definitely knew that I was different from the kids that I was in school with. I always knew that I was bigger than them. I was always aware of my size. There were comments from some boys. I was never like really into dating in school. I was always very smart and I had a a small circle of friends. So my confidence wasn't great, but I was never like really picked on or bullied. But My emotional eating, which we're going to save that for an entire episode in itself, but my emotional and binge eating started probably around the age of 11 or 12. And um, as I got older, my habits around eating just got worse and worse. And it wasn't until I graduated high school at 225 pounds, which is obviously very overweight for a 17 year old. Um, But it wasn't until I moved out on my own around the age of 18 that my eating habits really took a turn for the worse because I had a job, I had my own money, I didn't have to hide things from people, I was on my own, and what I did was my business. I didn't have to explain myself to anybody, which for me led to some really incredible habits. I was eating out constantly, overeating, portions were huge. I couldn't tell you 
the last time that I had eaten a fruit or vegetable because no one was telling me that I had to. The choices that I was making were really, really terrible. So ultimately, I found myself at about 19 years old, weighing 280 pounds, and life was starting to get uncomfortable for me. I wasn't comfortable in my body. Moving around was getting to be more difficult. Simple tasks such as walking to my car from the mall or going up a flight of stairs or tying my shoes, or wanting to go on a hike, things that a normal 20-year-old should be very comfortable in her body doing, I was finding difficulty in doing, and I just wasn't happy in my body. My breaking point came, I was um, coming home from California, driving on a cross-country trip, and I didn't pack enough clothes for the trip. So on the drive home, I stopped at a chain retail store and I went into the store and was just looking for a simple outfit to wear for part of the trip home. And as I'm looking through the store for clothes, the biggest size they have is a size 22 and I grab them and I buy them thinking that they're going to fit. I get out to my car to change my clothes in my car and I try and put the pants on and they don't fit. And I just remember the breakdown that I had within myself thinking that here I am 20 years old, I should be in the prime of my life and I'm struggling to find clothes that even fit me. It really brought up so much just disappointment in myself and fear for my future because my dad had so many heart issues in his early 40s. He ended up having quadruple bypass surgery and I just sat with myself and I thought, you know, if I don't make this change, if I don't do something for myself that's going to get me to a place that's healthier, I'm going to be really screwed as I get older and it's only going to become more difficult for me to lose weight as I age. So let me do this now. So I get back home. I was living in Pennsylvania at the time. I get back home and of course I have my last supper. I ate probably, I don't even remember what I had for dinner. I do remember my dessert though. I had baked a cake and I ate about half of the cake with like an entire gallon of ice cream. And that's not a joke. When I tell you the amounts of food that I was eating were incredible. We'll get more into that as I talk about my binge eating and my emotional eating. But I had a last supper and I went to Walmart and I purchased Tybo DVDs. And the next day I decided that I was going to count my calories workout and I was going to get skinny. And that was my goal. I wanted to be skinny because I truly felt I had this number at the time in my head, I weighed 280 pounds. And I had this idea that if I got down to my first goal was 175 pounds. And I thought, if I get to 175 pounds, I'm going to look so good. And not only am I going to look so good, but I'm going to feel so good. And I'm going to have that happiness and that peace that I've been searching for. Because the fact of the matter was, not only was I overweight, I was in an incredibly toxic relationship. I had really bad friendships. I had dropped out of college. I wasn't taking care of myself. I allowed... It's really easy, and I say this all the time to the ladies that I work with, it's so easy to give up on yourself in one area of your life, and before you know it, you find that one area spilling over into every area of your life, and the fact of the matter was, I was not taking care of myself on any level. I wasn't taking care of myself physically. I wasn't taking care of myself emotionally. I was allowing myself to stay in relationships that I had no business being in. I wasn't taking my education seriously. I was at a job that I wasn't happy in. And my life really was at an incredibly low place when at 20 years old, no, you shouldn't have it all figured out, but your life should be fun. Your life should be easy. And I knew that something was missing for me. And I thought that losing this weight was going to be the answer. I really thought that 
Reaching this goal for myself was going to bring me the ultimate happiness that I was searching. The thing was, though, I had this idea in my head that I make this short-term sacrifice to lose the weight and then my life will go back to normal. I'll be a happier version of me living the life that I wanted to live, eating the foods that I wanted to eat. I just had to make this sacrifice for long enough to lose the weight. So that was what I did. Like I said, I went to Walmart. I bought the Tybo DVDs. I decided to restrict my calories. And it makes me really sad to say this, but the number that I picked in my head was 900 calories a day, which if you are listening to this and you're going through a period of time in your life where you're choosing to restrict your calories because you want to lose weight, I will not put you down for that. But please make sure that you are eating substantially and you're feeding your body what it needs. And 900 calories, 1,000 calories, 1,200 calories. For most of you, 1,500 calories, 1,600 calories. That is not enough. You need to feed your body. You need food to live. And I know that it's scary when you have issues around food. And I know that it can be difficult because you want to reach this goal so badly for yourself. But I encourage you to remember that short-term extremes are not going to get you where you want to be. And as we reach the end of this podcast and I share with you what ultimately happened after I lost the 100 pounds, you don't want to go through that. You don't want to feel that. You want to find something that is sustainable for you long-term. And that was what was missing for me. So I started, I was doing Tybo. I started with 45 minutes a day, five days a week. And it makes me sad to say, but as I saw the results, the more extreme I got and I cut back my calories more and I worked out more and I cut my calories back more and I worked out more and I lost a hundred pounds in nine months. And that's very quick. That's a really incredibly quick weight loss. And I reached my goal of 175 pounds. And when I looked in the mirror, it was kind of frustrating because I didn't see what I expected to see. I didn't love my body the way I expected to. And I didn't immediately feel that ultimate happiness and peace that I was searching for within myself. And it didn't take long for the mindset that I had going into this journey to really come back where I felt like, okay, I'm here now. I made it. I achieved this goal. Life goes back to normal. And it's so easy for one day of eating quote unquote off track, because keep in mind during this nine months, I was incredibly strict with myself. I was counting my calories. I was eating what I wanted, but I was counting my calories. I pretty much lived off of special case cereal for breakfast, special case cereal for lunch, and a Wawa junior hoagie for dinner. That was pretty much what I was eating day in and day out. And that's so unhealthy. That is not a diet that you should be living off of. But I was young and I was desperate. And it's so easy to fall for gimmicks that are promising you quick weight loss. And it worked. It worked. And as it worked, my young brain was like, this is working. Keep doing it. Cut out a little more. Do a little more. Cut out a little more. Do a little more. And that's why dieting can be incredible for some, but dieting can also be an incredibly slippery slope for some people. And it can lead you down this really dangerous path of starting with this desire to be healthy. And my desire to be healthy wasn't strong enough. What was strongest was my desire to be thin. And my desire to be thin just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And it led to more unhealthy habits. And ultimately, I ended up in a place where yes, my body was lighter, but I had done some incredible damage to myself. So 
one day of eating off track and one day of not working out turned into two days, turned into three days, turned into a week, turned into a month, turned into six months, turned into me completely stopping, stepping on the scale, having no idea what my weight was, being completely out of control in my life. And less than one year later, I found myself again, not fitting into the size 22 pants and again, struggling with getting up the stairs and again, struggling with tying my shoes and again, struggling walking from the mall parking lot to my car out of breath, doing things that shouldn't be causing me physical discomfort at such a young age. So I found myself back at around 280 pounds. I had stopped weighing myself, but I knew I wasn't fitting into the clothes that I was originally fitting into. And that takes me to a trip in Disney World with my niece and walking around Disney World at 280 pounds, completely out of shape in the middle of the summer was one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life. The amount of physical activity that I was required to do was incredible. And I was so, so out of shape and I had given up all myself and my goals and My desire to be thin had come and gone more quickly than I ever could have imagined. And I found myself in a really low place. You know, it's difficult to set a goal for yourself and achieve that goal and then allow yourself to slip back into your old habits. And I am not proud of the way I lost weight the first time. I'm not proud of what got me there. And the reason that I share this is because I think it is in the world that we live in, it is so easy to be influenced by quick fixes and by lose 10 pounds overnight and, you know, lose 30 pounds in 30 days. And while yes, that may sound incredibly tempting, if you're in a place where you're very unhappy with your body, those are not sustainable ways of losing weight. And those are not ways of losing weight that are going to allow you to maintain it. It took me really working to figure out that this was a lifestyle change. And this was something that I was going to have to do for the rest of my life. Because the fact of the matter is, whatever you're doing to achieve your weight loss goals, you're going to have to do something incredibly similar to maintain them. And that is a very, very hard pill to swallow. If you're living a really unhealthy lifestyle where you're completely sedentary, you're eating really unhealthy, maybe you're binging, maybe you're an emotional eater. If you're living that type of lifestyle to imagine that you have to do an entire lifestyle haul and change everything, do a complete 180 to not only achieve your weight loss goals, but to be able to maintain them more importantly, because how many people lose weight, but how many people actually maintain that weight loss? Maintaining weight loss is very, very hard. And I think I'm going to do an entire episode on that because it's not given enough credit. When people see you dropping the pounds, they're cheering you on. Nobody claps for you when you're maintaining your weight loss. Nobody claps for you when you're still going to the gym and still watching what you eat, but you look the same. Nobody's clapping for you. And that's why you need to make sure that you're clapping for yourself. So I encourage you, if you're in a place right now similar to where I was, where you find yourself You've had, maybe you've had weight loss success and maybe you've gained some weight back. Maybe you've gained all the weight back and maybe you're trying to start again, start anew, start fresh. You feel like you're starting over. The first thing I want to say to you is that you're not starting over. You may be starting again, but you're starting with 
a completely different knowledge base. You've been there. You've done that. You've tried that. You found maybe what doesn't work. Maybe you found what does work, but you weren't consistent enough in doing it regularly that allowed you to maintain what you achieved. You're not starting over. You can start again. It's fine. But you only fail when you quit and you have not quit on yourself because you still care about how you feel. So I encourage you to let go of the past. Don't let what you feel like you haven't done right hold you back from trying again. And remember that this is a lifestyle change and it doesn't require you to change everything at once. You didn't gain the 10, 20, 40, 60, 80, 100 pounds that you're carrying on your body right now overnight. Please don't expect to lose them overnight. Don't expect a 30-day plan, a 60-day plan, a six-month plan, even a year plan to get you to where it is that you want to be because this takes time. Healthy, sustainable weight loss takes time. Don't beat yourself up if you only lost a pound this week. Don't beat yourself up if you only lost a quarter of a pound this week. Don't beat yourself up if you gain two pounds this week. Let go of the expectation that you will be consistently losing weight. Let go of the expectation that the results are supposed to come overnight. And most importantly, let go of the expectation that this is supposed to be easy. So many people quit on themselves because they feel like this journey isn't easy. But let me tell you, I struggled so much day in and day out, month after month, year after year. I have struggled to get where I am today. And it took years for me to find a place of peace and balance and happiness in my life. And I can promise you this, it did not come from my weight loss. Yes, I lost 100 pounds again, which I'll talk about on the next episode. Yes, I've maintained over 100 pounds of weight loss for years now, but that is not what brought me happiness. Even at my lowest weight of 155 pounds, I struggled so much. My anxiety was incredibly high. The stress around food was high. My binge eating was at an all-time high. It was worse than it had ever been binge eating three, four, five, six days a week. Weight loss did not bring me happiness, and it's not going to bring you the happiness that you're seeking. It requires mindset work, which of course, is going to be a huge topic on this podcast. But I do want to encourage you if you find yourself right now in a place where you desire to lose weight, and maybe you've lost weight in the past, and here you are, you've gained the weight back. Don't beat up on yourself. Take it one day at a time, one step at a time, one meal at a time, one good choice at a time. Every decision that you make for yourself matters. And don't think that 10 minutes of working out isn't enough. Don't think that one good meal during the day isn't enough. It is. Every effort that you make counts and your consistency and making good choices is what is going to get you to where you desire to be. But I want to encourage you, let go of the idea that you're going to find peace and happiness when you achieve that weight loss goal. That peace and happiness that you're searching for, it's in you right now. It's just a matter of you pulling it out because if you think that you deserve to be miserable until you reach that weight loss goal, Your beliefs and your thoughts about yourself and your life are all wrong because the reality is my goal weight for myself the second time was 145 pounds. I have never weighed 145 pounds. Right now, I probably weigh about 175 pounds, which is 30 pounds more than I desired to be. And I can tell you with the most certainty that I am the happiest, the healthiest, the most aligned with myself that I have ever been and it has nothing to do with my body. Everything that you're looking for is inside of you right now. It's a matter of you showing up for yourself in a way that feels good and doing what you said you would do for yourself. You want something, you go after it. 
You want something, you go after it. Show up for yourself today and every day. So that's that. That was my first 100-pound weight loss success. And while, yes, it ended up not remaining a success, I do call it a success because I learned a lot from it. And if it wasn't for going through that and struggling the way I did, I learned so much. I wouldn't be the person that I am today. So don't let your struggles make you feel bad. Allow them to teach you something, allow them to know that you're going through something. So maybe one day you can share with people so they feel a little bit less alone. If you're in a boat similar to where I have been, I encourage you show up today the best that you can. You'll get there one day at a time and you deserve to be happy and fulfilled along the way. Your body is not going to bring you happiness. I love you guys so much and I can't thank you enough for being here and for supporting me and for listening through the first couple of awkward podcasts as I get comfortable doing this. Step outside my comfort zone, just like everything else I've ever done in my life. And I know that my success comes from getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so does yours. Love you. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the inspiration coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, head over to joinjessicaxo on Instagram for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. I love you so, so much and cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, Live today with a grateful heart and remember you're not only worthy, but incredibly capable of creating the life you desire.